Chapter 9 The Attic <coughs> It's that thought again. I've been here too long. But this time it's followed up with... No shit. Tim, after all, is no longer on that picturesque lawn with just the faintest sense of danger. This time he's waking up inside a nightmare barn with clear evidence that he's been here too long. Evidence that is trying to ram its way in, its goopy contours spraying through the wall with each hit. There they are, frenzied, bruising themselves to break down the wall when there's an open door around back. It's kind of funny. What do they even want to do? Eat me? Thanks, Tim. More likely, they want to convert him into an angry blob of livers just like them. Tim knows how these things work. For a few seconds, he just lies there watching the wall, what's left of his thumb dripping blood onto his sneaker bolus. There's no more sucking sound, and Tim feels nothing but a dull pain in his vivisected thumb. Let's get the fuck out of here. Tim thinks, finally <laughs> sitting up. His little nap has left him with a mix of determination and, weirdly, boredom. It's like the beasts outside are just time wasters, dumb nuisances that have been distracting Tim from the larger puzzle of where he is, how he got here, and what it'll take to get home. Tim figures mission one is to investigate the barn, a lone monument to intelligent life surrounded by miles of creepy golf course wilderness. He hopes there is something else of use in here, some clue as to where he is. The next closest building is the huge factory, or whatever it is, past the river and lake. That's mission two, and Tim can't get to it if he's putzing around with organ piles. I'm done with you fuckers, he says, scooping up a sneaker bolus as he gets to his feet. Time to find out what's in the attic. Tim grabs the huge folding ladder, slapping his pitchfork against one side to hold everything at once. He turns it sideways and drags it toward the antechamber. The paparazzi outside follow him, scratching against the wall until they're at the locked door Tim came in through. Tim fumbles with the ladder on the uneven floor, dropping it, the sound making the organ piles go nuts against the door and wall. Tim lets out a laugh, struck by the total non-urgency of his movements relative to those of the monsters outside. He wants to run up to the door and go, La la la, you can't get me. While waving his arms. That would be messy. Tim thinks, grinning down at his <laughs> bleeding thumb, which has been leaving a trail of red spatter. Still smiling, Tim wonders if he's gone delirious from blood loss. As he sets up the ladder, Tim is careful not to get blood on the steps. Just let me slip and fall and break my neck as I try to climb it, please he thinks, spelling the last word P-L-S in his head. The folding ladder is now underneath the trap door, about as stable as it's going to be. Tim stares at the top of the ladder, which is 30 feet in the air, only a foot or two below the trap door. Growling, Climb that shit. To himself, Tim starts up the ladder in earnest, suppressing the vertigo that hits him whenever he looks down. The pitchfork is still in his right hand, grinding up the side of the ladder, and the sneaker bolus are in their usual roost on Tim's shoulder. A few moments later, the trap door is just above him. Okay, secret code. Square, square, triangle. Clinging tightly to the ladder with his right hand, Tim reaches over his head with his left, 
moving to push the three objects like buttons, starting with the first square. As soon as he touches it though, the trap door swings silently upward. A dark chamber is above. The chamber is narrow, exactly the same length and width as the trap door. It is a caricature of darkness, managing to snuff out every thread of light that drifts inside. Needless to say, Tim cannot see where it leads. There is a series of indents in the wall opposite the trapdoor's hinges, forming a ladder. Well, that looks haunting, Tim thinks. I think I'll close the door and descend the ladder. Nah, just fucking with you, let's climb this. Tim puts his left hand on the first indent in the stone, finding it to be strangely warm. Trying not to look down, he steadies himself against the indents while climbing to the top platform of the folding ladder, so that most of him is through the trap door. He wedges his pitchfork into the space between the open door and the inner wall. The chamber is uniform in length and width as far as Tim can sense. He reaches above his head, deep into the pitch black, and feels no ceiling. Although he considers using his pitchfork to feel farther upward, he is too afraid that doing so will cause him to lose his balance. A glance down at his feet makes Tim feel sick. The floor of the barn seems miles below. As if sensing Tim's fear, the folding ladder shakes slightly. Tim panics and quickly steps upward, putting both of his feet on the bottom indent in the stone chamber. To Tim's horror, the trap door begins to close. He tries to prop it open with one foot but resists his push, continuing to move downward undaunted. Not knowing what else to do, Tim climbs the indents to get out of the door's way. The trap door closes without a sound, plunging Tim into total darkness. Feeling hysterical, a cross between Holy fuck! and Of course this would happen. Tim descends to the bottom indent. His pitchfork is now resting against the closed trap door in the wall of the chamber. He does not want to put his weight on the door, but he uses his foot to search for a handle. There is none. The surface of the trap door is smooth, and touching it does nothing. Tim pauses for a few seconds, hanging on the stone ladder, focusing on the rhythm of his breathing to calm himself down. When the panic subsides, Tim knows what he has to do. Doesn't look like I have a choice, he thinks, picking up the pitchfork and holding both it and a rung of the stone ladder in an awkward and painful grip. Hell no am I going up there without this. Tim begins to climb, counting the steps. One, two, three steps. And he is where he was when the trapdoor closed. He gropes the air above him. Nothing. No ceiling. No change in the dimensions of the chamber. Four steps. Five steps. Tim's sneaker bolus fly upward. Their mass disappears from his shoulder. They rise and begin to move into the dark above. This happens in a split second, and for a fraction of that split second, Tim considers letting go of the stone ladder to catch his shoes. But an instant later, he feels his entire body go weightless, and suddenly nothing makes sense. Gravity inverts. Screaming, ah! Tim hurdles upward, downward, and looks up, down, just in time to see the faint outline of a trap door open. He passes through it and sticks out his arms to protect his head. Huh. Tim lands on something soft, 
His head and arms suffer a painful impact, but he manages to stay conscious. The clatter of metal and wood on stone echoes through the near darkness as the pitchfork lands on the floor next to Tim. He lets out one slow, ragged breath as he thinks about how easily he could have been impaled on the way down. Up. <laughs>